0: how do we let people in early, early enough in the process for them to give us good feedback, mm-hmm. for them to feel like they're a part of the process, and, and to make sure that we're, um, we're kind of shepherding the whole thing well. Hi, my name is Chris Zaug and welcome to Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick, the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their teams get on the same page. But more than that, actually having better conversations with one another not just talking about projects or status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty-gritty things, how work is going and how
1: your team members work best, the conversations you never get to really have. So this past week, we started talking about getting an office space again. Uh, Last summer, in the middle of the pandemic, we decided to let our lease Mm -hmm. uh, end without renewing it. Turns out that was a good call, I think. And now that... um, Everyone's ready to start getting back together and is uh, able to do that. We're starting to look around for a space, but that led us to what do you share and when do you share with the mm-hmm. rest of the team? And just hope deferred makes the heart sick. You don't want to say, we're getting a space. We're yeah. getting an office. Everyone can come back together, kind of, you know, a few days a week, whatever you want, whatever's going to work best for your routine now. Uh, but if we don't actually have any plans to do that, so we decided, well, let's just start kind of working it out. Let's get our requirements together. Let's find someone who can help us. And mm-hmm. before we share anything, we'll hold on to that a little bit. But then we realized, well, the two people are kind of our, have prospects of moving. We should probably let them know just that it's even on the table. Mm-hmm. And then we're saying, okay, we'll let those, those two people know. And there's a couple of people that have, yes, just working at home is a little bit tougher because of either like where their office is and it's easy for the kids mm-hmm. to come in or, or even just, whatever the reason is for being at home roommates mm-hmm. making it tough to work um, so maybe we can let maybe we should let them know too just so they can know that there's an end in sight somewhere right. we're we're working there's on it hope. we don't have any thing figured out but there's hope and then after we got through the list we realized there's only two people who wouldn't be in the know mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like well that feels bad yeah so we're all grown up so we can just we can share some of the news which got us talking about what we want to share now is the share what you can with who you can and yeah. figuring out when is it unhelpful to overshare, mm-hmm. when does it make sense to bring people in the process early, um, so Chris, I know this is something that you've dealt with a lot on a, a different teams, but do you want to share one of those stories?
0: Yeah, um, back back in the day, uh, we had really we we're really remote working. <laughs> to be honest, we had our leadership in one part of the country, we had most of our staff in another part of the country, and our leadership team would meet together regularly. We would discuss a lot of you know, things that leadership teams discuss, big ideas, vision, um, could be moving, could be uh, moving people around. At that point, we also had other satellite parts of the country where people were living. So sometimes you're making decisions that would impact people, like we're going to move you from Maryland to Indianapolis. You know, those are, mm-hmm. those are pretty big things for people, particularly if they've laid down any roots. So we thought a lot about those conversations and we we didn't share them. And the, the idea was we were protecting people from Kind of speculation and I mean the the fear of the unknown. Yeah, the the motivation wasn't bad. The motivation was good. Like how do we Mm -hmm. how do we protect them, not get them worrying unnecessarily? Because um especially if you got a team full of ideators, you know, every time you're thinking, Hey, we could do this, we could do that, you know. I mean, you and I sit around and banter about ideas all the time. And it's like Mm -hmm. if if we shared all of them, people would freak out. Like, are are we making those decisions? Is that what we're doing? And Mm -hmm. we don't want that. But in this case, it started creating an atmosphere of there's things we know that you don't know and the way that played out was that once a big decision was made and people you know you kind of back up the dump truck and you kind of share the decision with them mm-hmm. um they're like well a lot of this you could have let us in on earlier i mean people are very smart
1: yeah there's no there's no major reason
0: why it was better to hold off. Right, right. Sharing anything. And okay, yeah, we get it, Chris. Maybe it was okay the first 30 days when you were kind of vetting this, but you were in this decision-making process for three months, and you're just telling us now, and it impacted these other decisions. And, you know, it was very, um, yeah, it, it it was revealing to me that, similar to what you said earlier, that people are adults. They can take it. If you give them the proper context and you let them know by the way, I'm sharing this with, with you way in advance. Please don't get too far down the road on your own decision-making because it's still in, you know, we used to call it wet jello. You know, it's like, like yeah. you've got cement, you've got wet cement, you've got a bag of cement, and in this case, it's not even cement. It's just jello. Yeah, And and we're, we're just in that beginning stage. But we want to let you know, first of all, so that you can think about it in your own brain. But we'd also like to get your feedback. And that's another big thing uh, that people would say to us, they say, well, we actually have some ideas and often they were good ideas, yeah. you know, about how this could go more smoothly. So, so for me, it was kind of a, an eye opener, like, okay, how do we let people in early, early enough in the process for them to give us good feedback, mm-hmm. for them to feel like they're a part of the process and, and to make sure that we're, um, we're kind of shepherding the whole thing well.
1: Yeah. And and just to bring it back to, uh, this is a very specific example for us right now, mm-hmm. looking for office space. So there's where we started with we're gonna we're gonna start looking. Uh, we're gonna start looking for office space. That was like inception point. And then the end of that is today is move in day. Right. At some point you need to tell the team what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, it's you're not gonna tell them on move in day. You're gonna but you could say, This is where the office is. Well, that would be pretty abrupt. Like didn't even know you guys were looking. Mm-hmm. That's um, not an amazing spot for me and my commute or whatever else. Like we're taking all that into into account. Like at what point would we tell the team what's going on? And that's what where we kind of came down to. Like well, we need to let certain people know because it's circumstantial for them. Mm-hmm. And then when there was only a couple of people that it didn't wasn't as circumstantial. Besides, like this is where our office will be, which is you know pretty important if anyone wants to come to the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seemed best to say we're on step zero. We've decided we're going to look. Mm-hmm. We're planning that we will have a place. Mm-hmm. If you have any more questions, we don't have any more answers yet. Right, right. <laughs> but we'll we'll keep you in the loop as we as we have them. Oh, here's here's roughly the region where we're looking. Mm-hmm. If this is going to be an issue, then we should talk now because that's what we're going to look for. Yeah, that really works for me, and I, and I think that
0: uh, most decisions are like that. You can really let people in very very early on. Now, I'll tell you this: mm-hmm. I had quite a few we'll call them animated discussions with other leaders who completely disagreed with me. Mm. They would say, no, we don't need to worry our, our, our teams with this yet. This is going to be worrisome to them. Maybe, maybe there were some issues, and there were in my previous job, where, where we were struggling with our leadership and we were working through some difficulties and we were talking about uh, strategic direction and those things. And there were other leaders on my team that said, we should not tell our teams about this. But I think my, my thought in the midst of it was, but they're smart. And they may actually have some good ideas and solutions for us, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, they're going to sniff out all these secret meetings eventually. <laughs> they just will. They'll be like, what are these guys whispering under their breath over by the water cooler? And I thought, you know, to get things out in the open, it's, it's sort of like telling the truth. You know, one of the reasons to tell the truth is you never have to remember what you've said to other people. Yeah. Because you've always said the truth.
1: Yeah. You don't have to cover anything. Whatever you remember is what you want right. to be true.
0: That's right. It's true. And the same thing is true of when you let people in on the process. It, like, if you share with them what you know, then you don't have to worry about what you're going to say. Because mm-hmm. you're just telling them the truth. And I recognize there are issues, personnel issues, HR issues, where you can't do that. Yep. Um, but there are so many other issues where you can, as leaders, let your people in. And, and by the way, it also helps them feel like they're in the know like oh these guys are these are straight up with me we have a, a podcast i'll link it in the show notes about transparency and that's one of those things that builds trust like i know michael's going to share with me what's going on when you talk with your team members yep. they they're like oh he's letting me in this is great
1: mhm yeah and i think maybe it would be good to talk a little bit about is what are the circumstances where it's more harmful to share mm-hmm. things early and one thing uh, one situation that i know of is um there's a person who's going to leave, leave a team that I was on, but and they had given their notice, but it was months out. Mm-hmm. It was not going to be helpful for all the coworkers to know someone's leaving, but they're still going to work here for three more months. Mm-hmm. They were doing right by the leadership of the, of the team to be able to say, like, look, I want to give you time. I want to help find a replacement. I want to help transition. I want to help with all of this. But it's not helpful for most people that work closely to know, like, Oh, you're here, and you only have sixty-eight days left. Well, do you get to make the decision because you're not going to be here to see it through? You know, all these things of. There's certain windows where it's too early to share, perhaps. Right. Do you have any examples of things like that that
0: have happened? <laughs> well, I, my first example I thought of was a was a show called Sports Night with, that Aaron Sorkin wrote, where he talks about this is what happens that when their when their company is being bought. But but that that's not pertinent to this. But if you watch Sports <laughs> Night, go back and check out the last couple episodes. It's a pretty good pretty good example. Um, yeah, I do. I I think that there was a situation years ago where I was a part of a part of a division of a, of a uh, company that was looking to get taken over by another division. And early in the process, it was so early, and the implications were so fuzzy. That I didn't feel like I could share that with the team because mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, it's just going to create all kinds of speculation. And the very first question they ask me, I won't be able to answer. Yeah. So I think maybe that's, that, that is maybe part of a, of, of a good construct. Like if you can't answer any other questions, if it's just
1: the speculative thing came up, I don't think that that's something you need to share right away. So here's a question, because what we just said, so hold on to that situation. What we were just talking about finding an office was like, we don't know any more than what we've just shared. Right. It's similar in that like we don't have a lot of specific answers. We have some ideas. Right. Obviously, it sounds like the situation you're talking about is a lot more speculative. Right. But the scale is different. We're dealing with 11 people. Right. That we can have personal conversations with each person. Sure. How do you kind of see the difference between those two?
0: Absolutely, no. It, it, here, here's here's the difference. Yeah, I can tell them why. Sure. And I can give specificity to the why. Mm-hmm. In the situation that I outlined in the in my other business, I couldn't tell them all the whys because I didn't know all the whys. Sure. I was like, okay, you know, it was it was it was super fuzzy. But when you know the why behind it, like we're 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 considering this because of these issues, then I feel way more confident to share it. Mm-hmm. But if it's simply like, well, somebody walked down the hall to me, some leadership person walked down the hall and said, hey, you know, we're looking at merging, merging our divisions together. I, you
1: don't know enough to I even, don't know enough, yeah, yeah,
0: to answer the questions. And, and I think as a leader, you know, you need to— you want to be transparent, but you also need to realize you're, you're an under-shepherd for your team. So you need to shepherd them along the process. And if you can't take them anywhere— then it's probably not worth sharing because it's still it's probably still so speculative that that it's not even worth it but i would say that if i can answer any otherwise so in that example um as i get gained more information they said you know we're recognizing that your the team that that is that is producing the revenue for your team is shifting and we need to find a way to create more revenue for your team to exist and we probably can't do it in the existing structure mm-hmm. okay now, I've got a little bit of a scaffolding and I can go, okay. So that was when I shared it with the team. I said, you know, we're having some issues. You guys know what some of those issues are. Um, there's some discussion as to how we're going to um, deal with those issues. Some of it could be that there's a divisional merger. It could be that they're going to provide some other people for us to do mm-hmm. this. It could be some change in leadership. Want to let you know that because I'd love to get your feedback, but just know that this is like in such an early stage. Yeah. But I could. I could express the
1: the why. And the other side of it was, uh, many of you or all of you are aware of the struggle, and I want you to know we're addressing it.
0: Yeah, That's a huge issue.
1: Is being able to say, we are working towards it. Here's something that we're actually doing about it. Just so that people don't wonder, like, what the heck? Why aren't they? <laughs> this is clearly a problem, and no one's even talking about it. Well, we are, but... You didn't know because we didn't say anything.
0: Yeah, that's a big deal. Actually, that that goes along the lines of even some issues that might be a little bit dicier, like HR issues. But if you have an issue on your team where one person is either struggling with health Mm -hmm. or they're struggling uh, perhaps their attitude or whatever, you have to figure out some ways. You have to be delicate about it. But you've got to figure out some ways to address it with your team because that's going to ruin your credibility as a leader if they're looking at you and saying, Michael, you know you know John is killing our team. We're getting no communication that you're doing anything about it mm-hmm. and and that's that's an important factor to put in there for you as a leader to to retain some some credibility,
1: yeah, so I think at the end of all of this the the title of this podcast, I think we're going to just call it um share, share what, what you, can you can with who you can right and it's not share everything with everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people will learn things earlier on, maybe everyone will learn everything all at once, mm-hmm. but I think that's just the, keeping that sentiment in the back of your mind when you have something you're not, that's not public yet. Mm-hmm. Like, what can I share with who that it makes sense to? Not just your friend that you always tell the news to, right. and they're the insider, and everyone knows that person's the insider. That's not what we're saying. Right. But whenever there's something going on, um, I guess another recent example, even for us, is we've got a team member that is taking another job. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple days where that was not public. Mm -hmm. and that's the kind of news where you want to make it public as soon as possible because it's an upcoming change it was coming within less than a month Mm -hmm. you don't want that person to feel like they're living a lie or Mm -hmm. that they're leading other people along or that there's a secret that feels so bad so but we also need to go through the proper channels you got to make sure you get everything handled ahead of time Mm -hmm. so that um How do you want to deliver the news? How do you want to help everyone understand the circumstances around this? And that was one word. Well, we could only share it first with um, our owner. Once everything was handled there, then we prepared to share it with the whole team Mm -hmm. at one time. And that's just another totally different sort of share with who when you can.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I love what you just said, because that's an example of you've made a decision who you're going to share with and when, but it takes some time. You, you just got to go work ahead. through the channel sometimes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so that's a good reason to, to not tell people immediately. But if you let people know that, I mean, they they know that you're trying to pull together communication, you're trying to pull together all the logistics of the change. Mm-hmm. What does it mean for me? Because that's the first question people ask. Yeah. What does this mean for my role and my job? You know, you got to have the answers to those questions. So people will give you grace for that. They're good with mm-hmm. it. It's just that if you, if you hang on to that until you know two days before the, the employee leaves, it's like, yep, she's yeah. leaving. It's like, whoa, when did we know that?
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I think all of that is just goes to say, it's all circumstantial. Right, right. And uh, share what you can with who you can. Hey, thanks again for tuning into Let's Talk Teams. If you have any other questions, we'd
0: love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at UptickApp, or you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. And if you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, check out Uptick by visiting UptickApp.com.